Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. All right. What's good? Uh, welcome back to the FA Youth Podcast. We're taking a week off, but... Uh, we're back now. We're back. We're Episode back 85. Week. 85. Um, so we got some cool things that have been going on at, uh, our, at our youth group, so that's why we've been, just been so busy. The fall t- season is really busy for party us. Party after party. Great. And now that I have a kid, busy is... Busy is an understatement. Busy is a busy is a busy time. So we have... <laughs> yeah, we had our Halloween party... Um, we talked about that on the podcast last time. We have yep. our friends giving this Wednesday coming up. We have you know Christmas coming up around the corner, very quick, and our winter retreat. All sorts of stuff we're gearing up for. It's gonna be really good. Um, so yeah, bear with us in this time. But every chance you get, you can hop on here, get a fun episode, and we could talk. Uh, Maybe if you're a new listener, skirt all the way back to the good old days. There's 84 other episodes on here. I know. So it's been good stuff. I'll have to throw a little party when we hit 100, but... Yeah, um, slowly but surely. Anywho, so what we're going to do today is we're just going to kind of recap my message from last week, uh, or this, yeah, this kind of last Wednesday, yep. um, and then we're going to, we have a draft that's pretty fun uh, towards the end, but the, the conver- topic of conversation is pretty good. So uh, we wrapped up our series on uh, who is Jesus, and Jesus. we talked about... Uh, over a four-month period, talked about Jesus yeah. and how he's God and how he's human and how he uh, performed miracles and how he taught and how he interacted with people and how he lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and then these last two weeks, we've talked about what kind of what our part is in, is in that. So the first week, we talked about abiding in Jesus, and we're going to kind of skip over that one for today. But you can listen to that message yeah. uh, on the... On here. You just scroll back a couple episodes. Um and then last week we talked about participating in the suffering uh, with Jesus, which is yeah. a really um, counter-interesting. Move. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation. And at first glance, it seems um, kind of depressing and kind of um, heavy and things like that. But it's it's really not when you get down to the to the meat and potatoes. The yeah, that when you get down to the kind of the, the 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 juicy part of it but um and i see i see this a lot in our culture now today is like we we want to be christians and we want to live our lives uh yeah. well but also we like have a really really hard time sacrificing of ourselves to do almost anything mm-hmm. um we all want the attributes of god without the sacrifice that comes with following him. Yeah, I and I was talking about this with a, a pastor friend the other day. I was on the phone, and we were talking about it. And and so there's there's certain things. Everything is like a, a mixed bag. There's a, there's a plus and minus to almost everything in the world. And yeah. So the topic of conversation I'll bring up right now, and this is something that I believe in, and I and I love, and I want to protect. But mm-hmm. the freedom that we have in America, that's the kind of topic of conversation I want to start with real quick. Yeah. Ben, if you will. Oh, I will. Ben doesn't know where I'm going with this, too, so we're going to have no, a candid conversation. No, so we're just going to wing it. But, so the, 
uh, I was talking with this friend this week, and it, and it was how, you know, as Americans, especially as American Christians, um, we should love and cherish and fight for um, freedom because it just means that there's less people oppressed and less people... Um, I mean, there's positive outcomes from it. Yeah, there's 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 less less people being uh, bound and 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 uh, less people being controlled by evil um, governments and things like that. Like we see the opposite of freedom in countries like China and Russia and other places, and it's yeah. just not a not a good thing uh, when you're when you're not allowed to have more than whatever it is one or two kids. And, two kids, and, and they moved it back to one, I think, in China because they're like limiting the amount of children you can have. And then, uh, and then there's evil stuff that happens because of that that most people don't think about. Most people in China, a, if you a have lot of people in China want, well, they want boys, so they have a girl, and what they do is they cover it up and don't tell the government they had a kid, and then make the girl disappear. It's awful, and then you, yeah. so things like that start happening when freedoms get rescinded. Mm-hmm. But so that's 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 why freedom is good. Freedom is good because we're 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 free and we're not. Yeah, messed with and like whatever. But the thing that freedom is not good for sometimes is it gives us this sense of self that is overwhelming in terms of I do what I do to make it work for me and my family. Yeah. And you do what you do. You got the freedom to do whatever you do, but it's all on you type of a thing. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, um, the idea of submitting, sacrificing, or any of those types of ideas, doing, uh, giving of yourself, uh, putting aside your own wishes and wants in order to line up with Jesus, those things get harder in the, in the type of society we're in. Yeah, I agree. Um, where it's actually sometimes easier in the opposite society. And not to say that life is easier, not to say that life is better, not to say that it's more desirable to live in a oppressive communist country it's not but it might just be at times i'm trying to say this right because it's definitely not easier to be a christian because it's actually it's illegal there yeah but it might be more convicting to be a a a christian meaning that in in the when you don't have the ability or when you're used to the ability of not the ability when you're used to like giving of yourself and not doing anything for yourself because that right has been relatively taken away. It's really easy yeah. to understand how to sacrifice of yourself and to submit to God and how to mm-hmm. um, do that. When you have a, when you have a tyrannical uh, dictator, dictator over you, it's really easy to then it's point normal. your allegiance it's to normal. Jesus because yeah. it's like, okay, I'll point from this person to this person. But yeah. sometimes in America, we have it so good, especially in our little Orange County bubble down here. We have it so good. Life is so easy that it's hard to imagine sacrificing the pleasures of life Mm -hmm. to follow Jesus. Yeah. And so for some people, the suffering that they're enduring is enduring the, the communist regime, the (laughs) underground churches. It's illegal. You'll get shot. You'll get executed. If you're a Christian in Middle East, in Middle East, some Middle Eastern countries and you'll be, you know, all these different things. And for us, sometimes the suffering is simple as, not buying the Corvette that you wanted when really we bad. haven't paid our tithes all year. Yeah. Or not, or yeah, not buying the 85 inch TV when God spoke that 
you gotta you give extra give this some month. money to someone who's needing in the church or mm-hmm. you know, I'm just making up scenarios but uh, or as simple as spending a little less time playing video games and a little more time reading your Bible yeah and when we we think of it as like it's silly because it's like that's not suffering but for us for some of us it really is mm-hmm. uh, the 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 thought of putting our needs and wants aside for that is uh is tough but anyways um so on Wednesday I talked about um suffering and how it's good it's like kind of this like back and forth yeah, and uh, feel free to cut in anytime, Ben, if you have something to say. But mm-hmm. um, it's easy for me to talk because I preached on it on Wednesday. But <laughs> yeah, you're good. Um, the the kind of process that I that I brought out on Wednesday was that there's moments of pleasure, there's moments of like small happiness or whatever, or those types of things um, that usually I'm, I'm referring to sin in this in these types, but you know, yeah. going to the party or 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 uh, you know, getting involved with the wrong crew, getting in, yeah, doing things that you shouldn't be doing, cheating yeah. on a test, and you know, you go down the list, whatever. Yeah, fill in the blank. These moments of of excitement and whatever often, not often, every time lead to like a long term suffering. So you cheat yeah. enough on your class, you, you build a habit long enough, it will become reality. Yeah, you cheat enough on class on tests in your class and you pass the class but you're dumb at the end of it and so it's like what really what did did you you really win it's like that saying like play stupid game win stupid prizes yeah uh so it's like it's like that it's like you if you cheat your way through your education at the end of it you've wasted all your money wasted your money and you're not all you're not actually all that smart at the end of it yeah um or like in I use the example of like health and fitness and weight loss and things like that on Wednesday and it kind of got heavy, but it was like, it's really true. Like, yeah, if you think about like obesity versus like health and wellness, mm-hmm. um, and I'm probably going to get canceled for this, but whatever, it's like a pretty yeah. selfish thing, like at the root of it. And when yeah. you're doing it, it doesn't like, it doesn't seem that it way. It doesn't register me. that way. And you're probably thinking like, bro, you're not like the, you're not like the pristine, like GQ model any, or anything right now. I know <laughs> that, but like, that's why I'm saying it is because I think, I think at the very root of it, me wanting to, the only reason that I'm out of shape is for my own selfish desires. I want the cheeseburgers. Yeah. I want that I other want Taco soda. Bell. I want that extra. I want you know all the different things yeah. instead of going home feel and good. cooking Tastes a home cooked meal. That's like you know what I mean. And so at the very root of it, it's selfish. And yeah. and it's even more selfish when you realize that if I get sick and potentially die because or die early because I have you know heart disease some or disease, some high cholesterol. High, yeah, whatever things. it is, I'm taking precious time away from my kids. Yeah, like. Right now, my kid, because I decided that I would I would rather have have the McDonald's cheeseburger than go home and and even you know cook a steak or something. Yeah, and uh, and that's the crazy part. Like eating healthy is actually not all that bad. Like it's not. No, you can make good stuff. A lot of people (laughs) think it's like salads and stuff. I'm getting into a whole different conversation, but it's just eat. Oh, there's this one. have you heard of uh, Dr. Carolyn Leaf? Yeah. I ever told you about the her? Neuroscientist. Yeah, yeah. So Danielle and I like read up, read this um, 
we don't. Well, I guess we don't read her, but read all of her books. Uh, her name's <laughs> yeah, Dr. Carolyn her. Leaf, and she's a neuroscientist. I think she's she's from, brilliant. She's, yeah, she's super smart. She's preached she, with Stephen Furtick before. Yeah, she talks about like mental wellness, mental health, all this kind of stuff. And basically, what her what she says is like when it comes down to it, like being healthy as a person, like comes down to eating real food mindfully. So she says, and and it's really true. Like nowadays, all the um, the fitness people are talking about it. It's like you don't have to like cut out do some certain diet all these things no you just eat real food so like instead of buying it processed from somebody else like cook it yourself so like yeah. if you want a burger that's great you can have a burger just make it at home like yeah. out of like real meat and like not like you know what i mean yeah yeah and uh and sometimes you sacrifice you know the bun or whatever you do whatever you got to do but you make real food and you eat it mindfully meaning that mm-hmm. you don't eat it while you're stressed like stress eating is really bad uh so you eat it in a good mind head space and you, but that's why like steak is really good for you actually. And like, yeah. and, and chicken and turkey and all these like things. But anyways, we're getting down the wrong road, but at the very, it, it's, that's kind of how this like suffering for Jesus works. It's like the food thing. It's like, if you have a bunch of the food that you really want, it's really bad for you over time. The suffering will it'll be longer and kill last. You too. Yeah. And, and, and it'll kill you. That's how sin works. Sin will kill you too. Yeah. And spiritually, which is worse than killing you physically. Mm-hmm. And so that's how sin works. It's like it's like eating McDonald's for every meal. Like it's yeah, and pretty fun until yeah, it's pretty fun until your heart stops. And then uh, the opposite is true for like living for Jesus is like is like living a health a healthy lifestyle. It's maybe not as like fun, maybe not as as fun and or or seemingly fun. Yeah, and seemingly fun. And uh, pleasurable at first mm-hmm. until you get to the other side. I don't know that I've met someone who's like really healthy and fit. Yeah. Be like, man, I, I really wish I, wish I just only I didn't food. do this. Yeah, yeah. I really wish I had three McDonald's cheeseburgers today. Yeah. I've never heard any of no. like someone who's like really fit like that. They just live the lifestyle and they love it. Yeah. Because once you once you've felt it, once you know what it feels like, it like pays off. Yeah. And it's the same way with the Christian life. It's like sometimes like, yeah, when you've sinned your whole life and you've lived this like very uh, whimsical, like feelings-based lifestyle, and you decide really to sacrifice to of yourself. Yeah. yeah, and you decide to do it in a way that you're giving everything to Jesus. It's it's kind of hard at first, but then after you've tasted and seen, like it, it feels Tasting, really see, you'll good. You'll know that I'm good. Yeah. So, just got to get past the hump, past the first step. Yeah, and then so there's like kind of two aspects I want to kind of nail down. Real nail down a little bit. Where where are we at on time? Pretty good. We got two, we got 200, 200 bars. Okay, so uh, here's the thing. So there's there's two sides of this. One, this can happen when you're becoming when you're a new Christian. You've gone from from sinning uh, all the time. Maybe maybe you were uh, you know if you're a younger kid, maybe you were cussing a lot and and being rude at school and cheating on tests and yelling at your and parents, yelling at your parents and lying all the time or whatever it was. Uh, and then you know if you're older, maybe you're going out and doing stuff you shouldn't be doing. Maybe you're looking at stuff online you shouldn't be looking at, whatever it is, and you're, you've caught yourself in these habits, and you're doing stuff that's you know not good for you, is sinful, mm-hmm. things like that, and then you, boom, radically, uh, are, are just changed and and yeah. and believe in Jesus and you're living your life for Him. That's kind of like uh, this, like you know, really amazing. Um, turnaround from like you know like the biggest loser type thing <laughs> like yeah. like we're in you know spiritually obese in out of shambles, shape or whatever yeah. and then you like go to life but there's another one that's almost more dangerous um and it's like 
it's where you're in the middle. And this is what I want to kind of talk about for just a second. And so mm -hmm. I think it's really easy to see the person who is like just a mess and know that there's a, uh, an answer for them. But I also think it's, it's more dangerous potentially and, and hard to see the person who's claimed that they're a Christian their whole life or for a very long time, but still won't sacrifice anything won't for Jesus. It. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily that they're living a direct, crazy, sinful life. Yeah, a, a corporately sinful life, mm -hmm. but their whole life is sin because it's not surrendered to Jesus. Yeah. So it's not like, I don't know how to explain that, but like... No, that makes sense. So like, I'm not, they're not necessarily going out and, and do, partying and, and doing sinning crazy stuff. a bunch, but the lifestyle they've chose to live because they've, because they've removed Jesus from it outside of Sunday and Wednesday is inherently sinful. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty dangerous too, because, um, well, that's when you get into, you can fall into the whole double life thing really easily. Yeah. Well, it's like the chubby personal trainer at like 24 hour fitness. Yeah. And you're like, wait a second, boss, <laughs> you're, like, you're teaching me how to work yeah. out. It's like, they, it's all head knowledge. Like the they know what they're supposed up. to be doing, but they're yeah. not doing it. Yeah. And so that gets pretty dangerous for us as Christians. I've, and we, even as a pastor, I found myself in that sometimes where like, mm -hmm. I'm a pastor, I preach every Wednesday, I lead worship on Sundays and I'm in my groove and I, I read the Bible a lot and I read different books and all this kind of stuff and spend time in worship and quiet time in my home. But then blah, 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 time goes on and my, my habits start to decrease and yeah. things happen like having a kid. And then you wake up three weeks later and realize you haven't opened your Bible or whatever. And you're like, what's going on? And then mm -hmm. after a while you realize, okay, my lifestyle has now remove Jesus from it. And so now I'm living a sinful life. I need to figure out how to get back on track. And like, yeah. But some people just live there. It's like, Oh, I'm a Christian. I'm a good person. I'm this blah, 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 blah. But the, it doesn't bear fruit. Yeah. Um, you'll be known by your fruit. That's so the, the thing, eventually it'll come out. Last thing that we'll talk about one. Gabe. I was Ben, Ben and I both read this book called live no lies and it's brilliant. Incredible you, should, book. you should get it Incredible. and you should, if you don't like reading, there's a podcast on it called live no lies podcast and just listen to that. It's kind of the spark notes, but it, it's really good. And it challenges every thought process that today's society has. Yeah. Even the ones that we think are relatively good. Like, yeah, I think the point of it is just to challenge our thinking a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so in the, in the political like, uh, sphere, it challenges a lot of the left-leaning ideas, challenges a lot of right-leaning ideas. Yeah, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. But anyways, one of the things he talks about in this book about how to uh, abide in Jesus, how to um, participate in the suffering, mm -hmm. is to practice regularly fasting. And this is kind yeah. of a radical idea, especially now in today's society, because nobody really fasts anymore. But the idea, yeah. the original intent of fasting for Jesus, for the early church, and it back in the day, and like the when, when the early... Uh, um, probably like two, three hundred AD, when the uh, early church was kind of established and the creeds were um, uh, made, and right, it was kind discussed. of kind of this like thing. They would do every Monday and Wednesday. They would fast, and it was like a thing that everybody would do as yeah, part fast of the church. Till sundown. And uh, but what it does is. And this is the point of fasting, if you've ever known. And when you fast, like things like social media or, or, or the news or whatever, those things are great, but it's not really it's fasting. Not fast, it's kind of yeah. being abstinent from those things, and it's still good for you. But fasting in its uh, original intent was uh, food. literally <laughs> like, and starving is a harsh word, word but, uh, but literally purposefully limiting or, or removing food from your, your uh, not removing food, but... <laughs> um, yes, keep keep whatever's in there. In you there, essentially but, starve your flesh. Yeah, so you're starving your um, your body. I'm trying to figure a less harsh word, but basically, yeah. you're you're not intaking food for a day. Why? Because your body wants it, and you're consciously 
not giving your body what it wants. And this is yeah. so countercultural today because all, everything you everybody live in tells instant you instant gratification world. Yeah, everything everybody tells you is to give your body exactly what it wants. Oh, you want it wants you want it. that right now? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, follow I'm your hungry. heart. Do Gotta your go thing. Get some food. Yeah, and so basically, the idea is that if you regularly fast, it becomes an easier habit for you to say no to things that your flesh wants but aren't good for you. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's kind of how this like part participating in the suffering happens is like, um, and it's really good. And that's why like, it's actually, actually really funny. These two analogies line up really perfect because mm -hmm. fasting is like a way for us to like, uh, prepare ourselves to, to starve our bodies from un ungodly, um, uh, wants and things like yeah. that. And you know what? Like one of the number one ways now to like start your health journey is intermittent fasting. Bec yeah. And and people think it's just like, oh, it's just, it's just this like fitness fad. It's a very deep, deeply spiritual idea. And it's the mm -hmm. same exact concept is that by intermittent fasting, what they tell you is you can fast for 18 hours or 20 hours or 12 hours or whatever. Yeah. And then eat whatever you want in this small window and as long as you fit in yeah. within the calorie count and then you keep going but you yeah. can eat whatever you want but essentially what it's doing it's the same thing that's that fasting does for your spiritual it's teaching your body how to say no yeah it's teaching your it's teaching your body how much food you actually need to eat to make it through a day and it's not that much mm -hmm. and um and so intermittent fasting is so funny it's like this fitness fad it's like everybody everyone's doing it now but it's like been a deeply spiritual like thing, thing for, a long time for a long time for the same exact reason is that you're teaching your body how to say no to stuff that you don't actually need so like when you yeah. intermittent fast you don't crave the cheeseburgers in the middle of the day anymore because you realize i don't actually need to eat until dinner time like i'm pretty good you know or whatever yeah, it is i can make it and uh but anyway so if you don't if you haven't already maybe this week try uh to um, try to, uh, fast, um, for just a day. And, and it's, it's tough. It's, it, it brings some emotions out. Yeah. Like I, I on Wednesday did it and I just did like a, a, a daylight fast. So yeah. as long as the sun was up, I didn't eat. Mm -hmm. And then, but yeah, it just brought out things in me that I don't normally struggle with, like anxiety and just worry and, and fear in some ways. And it's good to really work through. And yeah, it's progress. And, and, uh, and that's another thing. It might not feel like progress, but it's progress. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like the, it's like the picture of following Jesus at first. Sometimes it's kind of hard, but then after a while, uh, the more you fast, the more teaches so you life who to be dependent on. And then you actually start craving fasting because you like eliminate all the distractions. And you want and that you know, feeling like, of like, yeah, it's really you good. You get true intimacy with God. It feels like. So speaking of fasting, Ben, tell us what we're going to draft today. That's all we got to talk about for Dope. suffering in the flesh and all that kind of stuff. All right. So first of all, last week, Brett beat me two weeks ago. So um, final scores right now are 46-32 with three ties. So you're basically terrible at this game. <laughs> um, yeah, Brett's winning. Uh, so I was just kidding. But today, yep. we're going to fast. Our favorite. Fast? You mean draft? I mean draft. Our favorite. Best chip flavors. Oh, yeah. You heard it here first. And brand. You got to say the brand and the flavor. Yeah, there's a clear one-on-one, and I'm going to pick it because I'm going to win this rock, paper, skizzies, and it's going to go for it. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Get oh, dominated. I tried to play the game, but I'm. it yeah. didn't work this time. You're terrible. You did the default. Yeah, because I, I knew you were going to try that. and pull something on me. You're... you're crazy like that <laughs> you're crazy <laughs> you're so silly all right what's your pick oh, please don't pick it it's not gonna be the one you're picking all right good 
I got to read through my list here because I want to pick the one you think of. <laughs> no, but I'm going with the the cheddar sour cream ruffles. Those are my favorite. Ooh, that, that was close. That was close. You freaked me out for a second. Did I, is it the same kind of flavor base? No. Okay. But the first like three letters were the same. Okay. So what were you, what was it? Cheddar or something? Cheddar, sour cream, ruffles. They're goaded. Those are very good. That's my favorite chip. Those are very addicting. I can eat the whole bag. When not you first started saying that, I thought you were saying Chester's Flamin' Hot Fries. Yep, that's on my list. But I didn't know if I could pick that one on one. But you're but picking I'm picking it one on one for me because those are the best fries that are or the best chips, <laughs> the fries, <laughs> best things, fries, whatever. No, they, they're 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 the best that are out there. They are super super good. Chester's, Chester's Hot Fries. I think that's what they're called. They're actually called Flamin' Hot Fries, but yeah. Okay. That's what I had second on my list. Chester's Flamin' Hot Fries. When that's you said Ched, like, I was like, no, please. <laughs> that's just one you don't normally go to a party and they're like in a bowl on the table. Yeah, but they should be. They, I, I'm not disagreeing, man. They should I'm be. I'm just saying. Chester's Flamin' Hot Fries. Come at me. Yep. It's a great pick. Okay, I'm going to go with um, all-time cla- classic salt and vinegar lays. All right. Those are good. Those are Danielle's favorite. You got to have salt and vinegar on the table at any party, any event. Some chip flavors are so interesting to me. It's like who decided that it was like, okay, I got this potato, this like baked potato slice and yeah. I'm going to put some salt on it. Okay. That's great. And then yeah, I'm, I'm going to bake vi- it. Let's douse it in vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who concocted these yeah, things, yeah. but what do you think would make this chip taste really good? Maybe we just soak it in vinegar. You guys down? You guys ever smelled what? vinegar? <laughs> That probably tastes good on here. You guys ever tasted vinegar? That's <laughs> yeah, I threw up awesome. last time. Let's put it on. Yeah, let's put it on this chip. But hey, whoever man. did it's a genius. Yeah, they, they're making millions. Or a mad scientist. Yeah, or or it was an accident. They spilled the vinegar on the chips. Ah, oh, that's the wait other one. a second. <laughs> it's like the cheddar sour cream is fine, but like sour cream. Well, in baked potatoes, you put sour cream. I know, but like. Sour cream by itself is not good. I, don't know I completely it, agree. I don't know how it tastes good mixed with other things, but it does. It's just... It doesn't make sense, man. It's odd. All right. It's up. very odd. It's very odd. All right. I'm going to go for the Monopoly okay. here and go with Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Really? Yep. Oh, uh, Lime Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Okay. That just got worse. Those are the best ones. No. Regular Flamin' Hot's better than the Lime ones, but... You're lying. Flaming Hot Cheetos Limon. Yeah, that's a that's a terrible pick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're literally so good. No, not a shot in heck. I'm gonna go with um <laughs> not one heck given to that no concept. That's a terrible choice. I'm gonna go with the all time classic. Nobody's picked Doritos, are you kidding me? Doritos. Nachos? Nacho cheese? Doritos? Nacho cheese Doritos. Cause there are multiple flavors. But you gotta go with the OG. Alright. OG Doritos. Not yeah, they're okay. at any party you've ever been to. So okay, I've got a a bone to pick. Not a bone to pick, but I ha- I have a a trauma story from my childhood. Oh no, that I I can't. I'll eat Doritos. I can't look at them the same way. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, I'll eat them now. Like, but I don't even know if I could really finish a full like little bag of them. Like, I'll have a couple of Doritos and they're not bad. What happened, but here, one, buddy? One time, scarred? yeah, yeah. One time when I was a and these are just the nacho cheese ones. One time I was like, okay. kid, me and my uh, my dad used to do this thing called midnight snacks. So right before we'd go to bed, we'd yeah. get a little, my dad would let us get a little snack, and they were really weird. Sometimes we'd have a 
like my we'd have an apple which is great but one of my favorite midnight snacks was just like a couple slices of cheese yeah and then like get some cheese my in. brother would like like a little you know one of those little mini bags of doritos and stuff okay but anyways one night my brother had gone in the pantry and got the big family pack doritos he said midnight and meal. ate the whole bag oh my by gosh. himself just sitting there watching tv and stuff my dad didn't know and he's like evan what are you doing and then Evan's Evan, a and then he got kind of like sick and then puked so much <laughs> of these Doritos up. My dad had a five gallon bucket that, oh my gosh. that he, Evan was puking into and it was like half full oh of like orange mush Doritos. Yeah, from these Doritos. And I like watch my brother puking this into this all night. Yeah, and and it, it literally was a five gallon bucket because my I think my mom was gone, so my dad was watching us. So instead so of like just got a bucket from instead the of like the bowl or whatever yeah. your mom gives you, like my dad just got a five gallon Home Depot <laughs> said, bucket. Yakking this, yeah, dog. yeah. Just lean over and puking this whenever you're feeling sick. And ever since then, I can't I like can't eat a lot of Doritos. Like if we're like, being honest here, that was a personal failure though eating the whole bag oh of course no no, no. it has nothing to it has nothing it against, just scarred the chip for you. has nothing against doritos it's just a okay. personal vendetta that like I can't, <laughs> yeah i can't eat a this large amount of nacho everywhere. cheese doritos ever okay totally get it your pick but i've eaten an insane amount of the cheddar sour cream ruffles i have to admit that those are so good <laughs> they're addicting dude um okay i'm gonna continue on my monopoly here <laughs> regular cheetos <laughs> and i'm gonna go with takis okay you just won Jackson's pick. Jackson eats Takis like it's candy. I, uh, if you haven't noticed, you I'm, like spicy a, chips. I'm a big friend of, I'm a big fan of spice. Yeah, you are. Hot sauce well, you are is my friend. Spicy. I'm half spicy. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go with, as they say. Yeah. Not us, but they say that. I'm going to go with Maui onion kettle chips. Maui and, onion. Yeah. Dang it. That was my like, I was going to pick that last. That was my no. sleeper pick. Dude, Maui onion is so good. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah. Uh, outside of my top pick, those are probably my second favorite chips, but I was just trying to get through you know, the draft or whatever. Yeah. That's no, those, uh, mistake on my part. those chips are so good. We were just in Hawaii, my family, and we got we had to, uh, to buy another bag of them because we just hammed them all. It was incredible. So Maui onion, while we were in Maui, are we going five? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, so you have two more. I have one more. Are you cheating over there? No. Sorry, my wife is texting me, and when you have a kid, you got to just check. Uh, you got to check in every check once in a while. You, know? you got to make sure everything's good with the homie. Nice. Um, okay, so my pick now. Oh, wow. Yep. You got Maui Onion off my list. Yeah, get on. Okay, I'm going to continue on with the Monopoly here. Okay. And these are actually, okay, I don't know. Maui Onion or this might be my second favorite chip, but like the Kettle Brand Jalapeno Chips are flames. I have that on my list. They're yep. so good. Those yep. are the ones I get at Subway every time. Yeah. They're uh, Miss Vicky's. Oh, yeah, Miss Vicky's. But there's also the there's another there's brand. A Kettle Brand. Yeah. And then uh, Miss Vicky's, but just say just say kettle because they're all kettle ke- they're all kettle uh, baked or whatever. Yeah. Okay, I put it on there. Kettle brand jalapenos. Yeah, those are really good. There's one though that's not very good. There's one that's made from uh, if you go to Borden Brew, they have a jalapeno chip and it's like mm-hmm. so salty it's unbearable. But anyways, I haven't had them. There. It has like so much stuff on it. Yeah, it's I just like not the chip good. where it's like 
it's got a good kick to it, but it's not like covered in that salt. It's stuff. not coated. Yeah. Yeah. This one's like grimy coated. The one that that's kind of board and brew. It's nasty, you, boss. But anyways, the kettle brand is really good. Okay. Kettle brand jalapeno. I'm gonna go with Chile Limon Lays. Whoa! As your last pick, I like it. Chile Limon. Those are really good. Have you had those ones? Lays. Yeah, they're very good. Had those a couple weeks at the house. Hammed the bag in like two nights. Not very, gonna lie to you. very good. Okay, so with my last pick, we'll wrap up this uh, podcast here. My last pick, um, this I I can't explain this one, but it's not necessarily the best chip flavor of all time. Okay. But for me, at least, it's by far the most addicting chip that I've ever eaten. It's one of those that you'll like. You'll start off eating one, and then by the end of it, you're like, "Oh you've gosh, eaten like I ate the an whole entire thing. bag." Yeah, and it's it's this uh, sour cream and onion lays. Yep. See, I like the sour cream and onion um, ruffles more than the Lay's. It's yeah, like I mean, sour cream and onion, anything, is, it has the pick. same effect. It's like yeah. the, the ruffles, the Lay's, and, and then the Pringles, the Pringles are good. super good. Yeah. And all three of them, for some reason, there's Once other flavors one, that are more flavorful more. and really good, but for some reason, the sour cream and onion, it doesn't like... It doesn't taste heavy and stuff, so you can like eat like the whole thing <laughs> yeah. before you even notice you've eaten it, and you're like, "What is yeah. going on?" No, that's, so that's a good pick. pick. That's a really good pick. Okay, recap for us, Ben, what we got, okay. and then we'll uh, wrap it up. All right, so my team, since I picked first, I got cheddar, sour cream, ruffles, nice, salt and vinegar lays, dur- nacho cheese Doritos, um, the Maui onion kettle chips. Yep. I don't know the brand of those, but um, we know what we're talking about. And then chile limon lays. And then Brett has Chester's Flamin' Hot Fries. Yep. Flamin' Hot Lime Cheetos. Yep. Takis. Yep. Jalapeno Kettle Chips. Oh, yeah. And then Sour Cream and Onion Lays. Yep. That, those are some... I would eat every chip on the board here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, they're, they're all very good. They Except are, for the only one that I wouldn't eat in mass supply is the Doritos Nachos. Yeah, we uh, went Nacho that cheese one. ones yeah. because of my childhood I'm trauma. eating Doritos like crazy. So I'll call my therapist and we'll talk yeah, about it. You guys could pray through it. But um, yeah, there we go. That's the end. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, go vote on the um, on this. Echo Youth SEC Instagram. Yeah. Go vote on our Instagram for this uh, draft if you are listening to the day that this released. Uh, and let us know. Uh, give us some suggestions for another draft. We'll have some fun. So we love you. Uh, I'm Brett. I'm Ben. And uh, Pond Boss, Future Dad. Uh, coming up quick, cue the outro. Cue it. Cue it.